Hey y'all, good morning, good morning. Joel Pilka with the On My Way Crush Life podcast. If you guys are new here, I am uh, on my way to work. And this is a show I do in the mornings, a couple minutes on my way in, talking about life, talking about being a dad, being a husband, being a friend, being a person. And I was talking with my good buddy, Tony Jones, last night, Orion the Hunter Photography, if you guys haven't heard his uh, Travel Photography Life uh, podcast. It's really good. So insightful. You know, the reconnecting with Tony has been, um, has been awesome for my life and healthy. You know, it's, it's two guys that have known each other since we were probably 15 or 16, went to high school together, played sports together. Um, I think I was a year ahead um, in, in high school. And now uh, we talk about, you know, being a dad and being uh, trying to be grown-ups. <laughs> we're both willing to admit that, <clears throat> you know, we're, as much as we feel like we're 23, you know, our bodies are 43. And he made a really good point, you know, regardless of what you feel inside, physically, even if you're taking care of yourself, you know, your body is the age that it is. And so it's, uh, you got to pay attention to that as we start to break down. We were talking about our health issues. We have this little, we, we started a new show this year on YouTube actually, and it's called Order and Chaos. And him and I just talking about life and the order and the chaos part of it. And it's great, man. He's like I say, he's been down the rabbit hole maybe a little bit further than I have and started this self-exploration and self-betterment you know, betterment journey, I suppose, um, a while back. And um, we've read similar material yet different, so we get to shed insight and we have a lot of fun. And I know, um, you know you've probably heard people talk about making your bed in the morning and, and I kind of related it last night and, and how that's like a, an accomplishment. You know, you wake up, you make your bed and it's like, hey, you already started the day with a win. Um, some, and then that translates into like it not, that not being enough anymore. Like, you know, if you get up and you make your bed, at some point it'll be so routine, it won't feel like a chore. Or it won't, maybe it won't feel like you, you have that win because it's just ingrained. And so then you, maybe you turn to running or you turn to something in the morning. Um, what I like to call it is, is doing the dishes, you know? Um, if you don't have a set like chore list at home, let's say, then doing the dishes I think is key. And that means, to me, that means not letting the dishes in the dish, in the sink overnight. That's what that means. I don't care if you put them in the dishwasher, but not letting them in the sink overnight. And it may sound strange, but there's something to be said for you know, business of the day being done, right? Getting through your email box every day is something people like to do. They feel, you know, I, I read everything. I got through everything. Like my tasks are complete. It's over. And that's kind of how the dishes are. I feel like in, in my mind, you do that. And because if you wake up and you come out to the kitchen and you see a sink full of dishes, immediately it's a to-do list, right? Or it's a negative. You're like, oh my gosh, the dishes there. I need to, uh, I got to do that, but I'm running late or I don't want to do that. We'll do it later. You come home, it's stinky. Nobody's done it. And then there's animosity maybe because, well, I thought they were going to do it or I thought I was going to do it or who's going to do it. Well, there's two things here. So 
One, I would recommend, because it makes me feel good and maybe it'll make you feel good, is do the damn dishes. <laughs> Seriously, at, if, if they're not done, you know, just do them before you go to bed. I mean, and that could just be, like I say, throw them in the dishwasher and run it. And I think you save money. I know here in Arizona, you save money running the dishwasher at night anyhow. And so, or you know, like using your appliances like off peak hours or something like that. Um, and so I did it last night and we, were get, we, did, we recorded our show last night, one of our shows last night. We're going to be doing them on Monday nights and maybe we'll try to do some stuff live. But um, it's like about a two hour show and we talk about, you know, life and everything and it's great. But uh, we were getting off and it was about 1130. He's like, hey, man, you're going to do those dishes. And I was like, you're damn right I am. He's like, I'm holding you to it. That was kind of funny. But I did. And my wife kind of came out because I was making a little bit of noise and she was still up and she's like, oh, you know, thank you so much. And then you wake up this morning and you come out to a clean kitchen. And for those of you that maybe are more disciplined or have that stuff in line, you, you get what I mean. And for those that don't, try it. You, you already know. If you don't and you know you're waking up the dirty dishes, you already know the impact it'll make. And it's all different for, for individuals, for couples, the way we work, you know. It's all different, but I mean, on who's doing what and who's, whose assignments, whose job it is, right? And that's going to lead me to the next point is it's your fault. You know, the other day when I was talking about being pissed off and going into work and because I was late and da, 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 and it was, I had the realization on the podcast that it was my fault that I was running late because I could have left earlier. I could have figured a way to get my son's pants on and get him out of the house earlier. And and again, from the show last night, we were talking about two things. Like, first of all, it's all your fault. It's all your fault for everything. It's all your fault that the dishes aren't done. It's all your fault that your bed isn't made. It's all your fault that you're overweight, that you're tired, that the job that you're in that you don't like, the relationship that you're in, the way that you, you know, people treat you. It's all your fault because you have control over it. You can either not hang out with people, you can get a new job, you can do the dishes, you can do some push-ups, you can go for a run. But also, you don't have any control. So that's 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 kind of the the problem. You know, the dichotomy of it all is it's your fault, yet it's out of your control, right? So it's my fault that I was running late, but it's out of my control that there was an accident on the highway maybe and now I'm you know, now I was early, but now I'm late. But it's all my fault that, you know, I'm in an argument with my wife over the house because maybe I didn't do the dishes. And we're not in an argument, but I'm just bringing it up for, for this sake, <laughs> for argument's sake. It's all my fault. I could have done the dishes. I could have cleaned the house. I could clean the garage. I could go for a run. I could do that. You get it. It is all your fault. But again, it is out of your control. And here's another example is because you can, you know, you hear about the vegetarian guy that, you know, doesn't eat meat and he runs 10 miles a day and he runs marathons and he climbs Everest and then he has a heart attack at 40, you know, 40. I'll start using an age in the past. If I use an age <laughs> close to me or in the future, that means it could happen. But if I, now if I use, I'm going to start using an age in the past. That way I already, already got past it, right? Oh, he had a heart attack at, 80, at 36. Well, I'm past 36, so it ain't going to happen to me. I like that. I'm going to start using, <laughs> using that. Um, I see a guy next to me eating cereal while he's driving. There you go. You don't want to be late? Eat cereal in the car on your way to work. Don't eat it at the table. 
get in the car, knock it out. I like this guy over here. Now, granted, we're parked, so he's not flying down the highway eating cereal, but geez, if he was, I would recommend not eating it in a bowl. I would say you might want to put it in a cup. By the way, I like eating cereal out of a cup, and I think I learned that from Matt Matson. And Matt Matson will probably never hear this show, but I wish he would. Love you, kid. Anyway, this is my Friday. Tomorrow's my Flex Friday, so today is my Friday at work, and I'm pumped. You can probably hear it in my voice. I am excited. We got a lot going on this weekend. Um, a lot of meetings and we'll say meetings are like a coffee with friends. I had some people reach out on LinkedIn. I've been using LinkedIn a lot to actually just post, um, stuff about business. Hey, who thought, but LinkedIn is, I've been saying this for a while. I've been saying this for at least a year that LinkedIn is the Facebook of the corporate world, right? Cause in corporate world, Facebook is blocked on your computer. So where do people go? They go to LinkedIn cause you can get the same kind of dopamine. You can become a subject matter expert. You can put your ideas out there. You can start meeting people and showing people you have a brain. And so I would tell you this from as a professional recruiter for the last decade or more, if you are interested in getting a new job or moving industries or changing, you know, sectors or whatever you want to do, start posting valid, thoughtful information in that niche on LinkedIn do. And I, I got a little bit of this from, uh, Kathy Boris Siddiqui, who I went to high school with, who now lives in Denmark. You guys may have heard me talk about, she's amazing. Uh, and she's living in Denmark and doing some great stuff for the expat community over there and really just crushing it. I'm so impressed and so inspired. Um, and in love with this individual, Kathy, you're the best because she's talked about just putting content out and being consistent. She started that and ended up getting a writing gig with this, with this uh, essentially newspaper out there. She has a column now. And she was scared and nervous to do it a little bit as we all are. There's some fear, uh, but she's killing it. And you just start putting content out and people will see it and people will listen and people will start commenting and people will say, hey, this person's got a good head on their shoulders. What do they have to say? The next thing you know, you're a thought leader, you're a subject matter expert, you're, you know, you're, you're somebody in the business with experience and with ideas, right? And if you do nothing else this year, I don't care if you do anything else, learn, read, read a, a book every two weeks. If you did nothing else but read even just one book a month, but I would encourage you to do, go try harder, would be a book every two weeks if you can, and don't do anything else. And by the end of the year, you will be so more, so much, you'll add so much value to your life, right? And find the topics that you like. And next time you're in a conversation with your, you know, senior leadership, or you get put on the spot, or you're at a conference and the speaker brings something up and you want to raise your hand and talk, or you have something to add or something in a meeting and they bring something up and, and your leadership looks to you and they kind of poke, pick their ear you know, their ears perk up and like, Hey, this guy's got a head on his shoulders. This guy's got something to say. This guy's providing value. This guy's thoughtful. You know, this girl must've done her research. This girl's very well read. It'll add so much. And, and when I say that you can go ahead and read anything you want. If you're reading love novels, totally cool. Maybe that expands you. Maybe it makes you inspired for, to find love, it makes you a better person, it makes you better in touch with your emotions. That's cool. 
If you want to dig one book a month into the actual job that you play, maybe you're a manager, maybe you're a business owner, or you're an accountant, or you're a lawyer, further that knowledge. Because if at the end of the day, it'll make you a better person, <clears throat> but also, not but, also you'll have something to say. You'll be able to provide value to the next conversation, to the next meeting, to the next job interview. Next thing you know, you're at a job interview and the guy asks you, what's the last book you read? And you say, memoirs of a geisha <laughs> or something, which I've read. And they have too, or they just got done reading it. An instant connection. Right? Or you read 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson and they have it on their desk and you start talking about that. It allows that person to know what kind of psyche you have, where you are at in your life, what you're searching for, what you're reading for, what you're studying. It's like liking the same team. It's like when you're a Cubs fan and you walk into the guy's office and he has a Cubs flag on the thing, you're like, booyah, I got this. Whether or not I'm going to get the job's one thing, but I'm going to make a connection with somebody here because we have something in common. Now out here in Phoenix, or if you're living in Chicago, it might be different because every other person's probably a Cubs fan. But you get what I'm saying. And maybe he's an Eagle Scout, and maybe you're an Eagle Scout. There's not many of them. Matt Madsen is an Eagle Scout, God bless you. And so there's a connection there. Again, you might not get the job, but you're gonna get a connection with somebody and you can bond over something and you can leave that interview or you can leave that meeting saying, hey, that dude was cool, we got along on a few accounts. And if it doesn't work out now, maybe it'll work out later. Or maybe they'll you know, vouch for me down the road for something else that you just never know. So if nothing else this year, read. And you know what? It's all your fault. I hope you all have a great day. That was a lot, but man, there's so much going on. Talk to your friends. You know those cool people that you love in life that you haven't connected with in a while that you just want to and you feel you need to? Get in touch with those people. Call them. Just out of the blue. Just call them. A lot of people don't answer their phone because we just either don't have the time or we're in between things. And in the evenings when we do have time, we want to spend with our family and everyone's exhausted. Just call anyway and say, hey, dude, when you have some time, give me a shout back and maybe we'll connect. And one day you will when the time's right. You'll have time and you'll chat on the phone and it'll be great and you'll feel good about it. That's what I do. That's what my buddies have been doing and they love it and it, it's healthy. I'm heading in. We're going to get through this traffic and go slam some more coffee and knock this day out. Hope you guys all have a good day. What are we going to do? We're going to crush life.